welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Saturday of the fourth week of Easter. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, who in the celebration of Easter graciously give to the world the healing of heavenly remedies, show benevolence to your church that our present observance may benefit us for eternal life. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The next Sabbath, almost the whole town assembled to hear the word of God. When they saw the crowds, the Jews, prompted by jealousy, used blasphemies and contradicted everything Paul said. Then Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly, We had to proclaim the word of God to you first. But since you have rejected it, since you do not think yourselves worthy of eternal life, we must turn to the pagans. For this is what the Lord commanded us to do when he said, I have made you a light to the nations, so that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. It made the pagans very happy to hear this, and they thanked the Lord for his message, and all who were destined for eternal life became believers. Thus the word of the Lord spread through the whole countryside. But the Jews worked upon some of the devout women of the upper classes, and the leading men of the city and persuaded them to turn against Paul and Barnabas and expel them from their territory. So they shook the dust from their feet in defiance and went off to Iconium. But the disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the saving power of God. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. All the ends of the earth 
have seen the saving power of God. Alleluia, alleluia. If you stay in my word, you will indeed be my disciples, and you will know the truth, says the Lord. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, let us see the Father and then we shall be satisfied. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, said Jesus to him, and you still do not know me? To have seen me is to have seen the Father. So how can you say, let us see the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak as from myself. It is the Father living in me who is doing this work. You must believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Believe it on the evidence of this work, if for no other reason. I tell you most solemnly, whoever believes me will perform the same works as I do myself. He will perform even greater works, because I am going to the Father. Whatever you ask for in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask for anything in my name, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Gospel today kicks off from where we finished yesterday, where Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And now we hear the Lord Jesus continue his discourse with his disciples in the upper room at the Last Supper. And he says, If you know me, you know my Father too. From this moment you know him and have seen him. Now, Philip nonchalantly says to Jesus, look, let us see the Father and then we'll be satisfied. Now, this is almost a a joke because all through the Old Testament, we hear of those encountering God and saying, Lord, let me see your face. And God responds, well, you cannot see my face and live. If you remember that great encounter that the prophet Elijah has with God, God calls Elijah up onto Mount Sinai, and there Elijah experiences a mighty wind so strong that it breaks the rocks on the mountains, but God isn't in the wind. And then after that comes an earthquake, but God's not in the earthquake. And after that, there comes a great fire, but God's not in the fire. But Elijah encounters the presence of God in a gentle breeze. And meeting God, even in a gentle breeze, Elijah had to cover his face because the glory of God is too powerful for a human being to encounter. And knowing all of this, Philip just says, look, let us see the Father's face and then we'll be satisfied. Jesus' response then is to say, well, look, Philip, have you still not got it? To have seen me is to have seen the Father. Jesus is the one who makes God visible to us. Jesus is the one who is the presence of God among us. The Lord says, I'm in the Father. The Father is in me. The works I do are the works of the Father. The words I speak are the words of the Father. To have seen me is to have seen the Father. Now remember where Jesus is. He's in the upper room. He's talking to his disciples 
just hours before he's going to be handed over to the Romans and begin his suffering death. Jesus is going to enter into his agony for us. As he lays his body on the wood of the cross and is nailed there, he's going to be placed in a position of complete powerlessness, and yet this is God Almighty. The Lord of life is going to enter death. The shepherd is going to lay down his life for his sheep. All the while, Jesus is revealing to us who God is. To have seen me is to have seen the Father. To see me hang and suffer and die is to see the love of God fully on display. Jesus, in this moment, reveals the face of God, not in his glory, but in his love. And so when Philip says, Lord, let us see the Father, and then we shall be satisfied, it's almost as if Jesus says, well, watch this. Let me show you what the Father looks like. Let me show you what love looks like, as he lays down his life for his friends. The beginning of this chapter, which we heard yesterday, started with the invitation from Jesus Trust in God still, and trust in me. Knowing the love of the Father that is revealed in the Son, how can we doubt the Father's love, and that what he wills for us is truly for our good? This love casts out our fear, and makes it possible for us to entrust our lives entirely into the hands of Jesus and of his loving Father. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. 
we are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father. Amen.